0: what's up everybody welcome back episode 30 of the sunday sauce podcast we've made it joey's shaking his head he can't believe it it's wild
1: <laughs> my 30 we- 30 weeks is crazy
0: 30 weeks i think we only took off july Fourth week, Mm -hmm. and that's it. So we've been in COVID captivity for like 35 weeks.
1: Insane. Probably 35 more. I think, yeah. Unbelievable. No bueno.
0: We're cutting through it, though. We're cutting straight through COVID. We're continuing Mm -hmm. to rock and roll. Joey and I are both back in the rock, not doing a live epi. But we are both back home of the pleasure of seeing him later this evening as we record on Saturday afternoon. Our our latest recording you've ever done, actually.
1: Yeah, Brian, it actually is. is. (laughs) Yeah,
0: so we're getting as close to Sunday, actual Sunday, as we possibly can. Outside of recording on Sunday morning. So, let's get to it, brother.
1: We We got a lot of news. The NBA went crazy this week.
0: Yeah lot to talk about once we get the big four breakdown. Oh, before we get rolling, in case you're wondering who we have on this week, none other than Anthony Lamb. Interview number two with him. He was one of our OGs from way back when we started. He was kind enough to chat about this week, what his feelings were, what his thought process was. He unfortunately didn't get drafted, but we don't think it's even unfortunate because he knows he's going to land somewhere The draft is just a would have been a cool thing obviously but more motivation for him and he'll talk about that so awesome awesome insight that we got to have we spent you know what 20 25 minutes with him because he had he had a busy day going on Mm -hmm. Thursday or Friday evening but we appreciate his time he's all for the sauce pod boys and the second he gets signed Joey and I will be paying any dollar amounts to get an Anthony Lamb authentic jersey so oh yeah for any of you uh, front office MBA folks listening, if there are any, Anthony Lamb, call him right now and sign the man.
1: They're all definitely listening.
0: Yeah, for sure. Part of it, you know, what do we got? 100,000 followers, 100,000 listeners right now on average.
1: Yeah, one day. Also, shirts.
0: Mm-hmm. We're getting the
1: merch train rolling. Yes, if you there didn't see got- it. Frank and I let us know sizes or color prepping. We're still in the very, the very infant stages of design and putting the final touches on the shirt. But the what you've seen so far is basically what it's going to look going to be for the most part. Um, but let us know sizes what you want so we can cater to all your guys' needs. Um, but yeah, if you want a shirt, there's only going to be so many, so better uh, better reach out quick before they go out.
0: I reach quick into your pockets <laughs> no, no, but I no, think, no 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 i'm just kidding
1: um but i think
0: the, the one we're gonna go with for those of you who went on our social media uh, on instagram and then twitter and saw them there's one that had like the small logo on the left chest and i think we're gonna do like that logo then in red above it We'll do like the sun like the name of the podcast, Sunday sauce, is gonna be in like drip font. So it's gonna look like sauce dripping on the logo. And on the back, we'll do like our Instagram handle up top so people know what to follow us and when everyone's wearing the shirts. So yeah, I took
1: I took our class in ninth grade. I think we can handle this.
0: Yeah, I sent Joey over some fonts. I know Joey Joey's got the more creative mind than I. So I was like, Joey, like find a font you want. Uh, shout out Emily Jaworski and her company White Stone Branding. there, helping us out through this process. She's been super, super responsive and expect nothing less from a uh, Mm -hmm. new jersey devils former saleswoman
1: so let us know so we can get the right amount of orders in and also the correct sizes for you guys if you do in fact want one yeah shoot us text shoot a dm on instagram twitter if you have any
0: questions about them ask them but we thought it'd be awesome to make some shirts we're the brand around a little bit and we appreciate anyone who buys them. I mean, I never thought 30 weeks ago we'd be to the point where we're like, hey, let's
1: Mm-mm.
0: let's sell a little bit of merch and see if people are interested and they are and we love you all for that. It's been freaking awesome. It keeps us going, keeps us motivated and we know that people actually do like genuinely care to hear us talk them out twice a week on a podcast. So I'm pumped for that. Movember uh, update as well. Stash is feeling right. I just shaved last night, like like the scruff on the side of my face, and my mustache is literally like a caterpillar at this point 20 days in. Um, as a squad for the New Jersey Devils, we've raised just over $13,500. So we're getting close to that twenty k goal. Um, we'll get an update at the beginning next week from our, our leader of the, of the crew to let us know where we're standing within the NHL. But I know as of last week we were leading the league, which is pretty sweet. Um, personally, I've raised just over 2 dollars So again, surpassed my goal, but we're going to keep pushing to keep raising as much money in the way as possible. I've also ran just over 39 of the 60 miles. So I have just over two miles a day on average, the rest of this month to to keep running. I got to run after this still had a long drive home from, from Jersey this morning. So I decided to get the workout in before the drive. Now I have to do a run. So we'll we'll get that in. We'll we'll grind it
1: out. This month um, got deleted. Deleted. This, this month flew by. by,
0: dude. It's unbelievable. And I, I kind of like that. Like I was doing this um, this running piece along with like the awareness and and donations. Just because like to your point, like it made the month fly. Like each and every day, like I like I'm I don't like running. So like whenever I was done, I was like yes, like. Another day gone, another day gone, like 20 days later, like it, it piles up. So it's been a good little challenge to keep your mind off all other things during this month. But yeah, we're at, we're at Thanksgiving week, wild, absolutely wild. Getting into some actual sports news, Joey Coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some trouble at LSU facing some serious allegations and accusations of mishandling uh, sexual abuse. We don't have too much more about that, but from what I read in the article, there's been a lot of hush, hush stuff going on. I think we've heard it before, unfortunately, in college sports when some of these bigger schools, I and mean, this, this went beyond the, the team level from what I'm hearing. It got to even like administration levels and they were still hush, hushing a lot of stuff. And it's unfortunate that there's still in this day and age, like schools and teams that overlook like humans as people just to keep that product on the field you know keep that pro. keep that lsu name on the field like the high level product for the school for people you know what i mean and they're not the only team that's had its unfortunate circumstances or allegations at this point but just wanted to make that known out there that like at the end of the day man like
1: everyone needs to be held accountable yes (laughs) and they would have yeah i mean hey uh, if the Sanduskies of the world didn't teach you guys anything, as you guys as in colleges, like this stuff is only hidden for so long until it all comes out. And then it's like, then you're just done. Yeah, done. So they're also losing right now to Arkansas. So they got they got yeah. a lot of problems, LSU. Yeah, they're, they're poopy this year. Keeping it in the NCAA realm, we have uh, March Madness.
0: Seems like it's going to be headed to Indy. You're going to do like a big mm-hmm. March Madness bubble type thing. Seems like maybe
1: who knows man i, I just uh, what i see is that this should go off without a hitch the nba was able to do it with grown ass men college football relatively has gone off without a hitch i know there's a bunch of teams that have canceled or postponed games and pac 12 big 10 started late but you i mean you can't you can't bubble football because of the sheer size of teams but this they better play college basketball after they, they were the ones that basically ransacked the season they were the first sport really put the kibosh on the season last time around when COVID just started. So I don't know how the, I don't know how NCAA basketball can survive two years without their biggest event and one of the biggest sporting events in America. So I don't know. I just, I really hope that there's March madness this year.
0: Yeah. Speaking of madness, um, I do have the uh, Buckeyes game on my phone. I'm watching while we record and they just gave up a 56 yard touchdown. They're only up seven. With 10 and a half left to play. So, oh boy. I'm sorry if I'm going, be, I'm going to be multitasking during this this podcast. I'm locked in. Don't you worry. But
1: I mean, your boy, Justin Fields, does not look that good.
0: been <laughs> chucking ducks up to the. Also, uh,
1: just today. doing the, the classic get sacked and f- close your eyes and throw it up play, which every NFL scout loves is seeing a young quarterback. Not good. So, or actually, funny, funny little note shout out Corey Dennison.
0: After Justin yeah. Fields' first touchdown, text our group chat, oh, Absolutely. honestly, like, I might take Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence if I'm drafting next year. Immediately, next <laughs> pick. session. pick. <laughs> next session. pick. Like, back-to-back. So, Court, you were the official mush. Anytime you tag your name with something, it's mush. Freaking mush. Uh, we had a couple other cancellations, though, in college football. Again, mm-hmm. that's another big game. Clemson game, got canceled. Couple of other ones that got postponed, but going away from from college sports, you have the Tiger Doc, Tiger Woods documentary is coming out. I, I watched the uh, the trailer and it looks pretty cool.
1: The trailer is good. I I just with these kind of things, I'm very re- reluctant to buy into the hype. I think like we I think like we know like all of the Tiger Woods story. Obviously, there's, there's, there's gonna there's gonna be some things you, that, that no one knew. It'll be an interesting sure perspective. It'll come out, like I'm definitely gonna watch it. It's kind of, it's kind of how The Last Dance was. Like, I feel like Last Dance like our people who are our parents age, like they knew all that stuff. Like that was all like common right. knowledge back then. We that was obviously new for us. We didn't we didn't get to watch Jordan and then play live. But with mm-hmm. these documentaries about athletes who we seemingly know everything about, it's like I don't know what what much more they can can, can uncover that already hasn't been uncovered with Tiger Woods. But something gonna be awesome. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. But. In terms of like learning new things about like his life and like that the downfall he hit, for that periods like I think we all know what happens. Like I don't know what more you could really say. Fair. But again, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great documentary.
0: Yeah, definitely tune in. Uh, UFC World McGregor's back in the news. Scheduled to fight uh, Dustin Poirier on January twenty third for UFC two fifty seven. I think regardless of your opinion at this point on on Conor McGregor, you're probably gonna still tune in. Um, Cause you either want him, you either still like him and you want him to win, or you don't like him and you want to get his ass
1: kicked. So, so my, uh, I, my question, I, I'm, I'm not, a, I, I love watching UFC. I don't, but outside the fights, I don't follow like news or, or anything really, but I do watch the fights. So if those UFC big guys, those big fans out there, if Connor loses or if he just gets his ass whooped, is this his last fight that like warrants the eyeballs like obviously, if he, if he keeps fighting, people are gonna watch. But in terms of like, is he like still like, even though he's not really fighting for a belt or these, these titles anymore, is he still the draw? Or it's like if he loses this fight, it's like I mean, ah, it's like all right, he's kind of done. That I don't know too much about. So I don't know if this is like his last shot to be like the guy guy, like the big guy.
0: I mean, if but. if if Khabib is actually staying retired, that does open the door back up to that title to reclaiming that – Felt, right.
1: right or does does i just watch the fights I, don't, I just watch from the air i don't right. really follow too much outside of that but i'm just curious to see if any of our ufc fans can tell us if like if, hey if connor gets his ass beat it's like is it over <laughs> i feel like at some point like it's, it's gonna it happens to every athlete sometimes uh, at some point you're 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 done sure but i don't know if this is, i don't know if this is that fight that or not for him
0: it's a good good question to ask we got go about two months before we have to see it happen but be some good build-up, I'm sure. They're both really still very talented fighter. in McGregor and Poirier is also a very, very, very solid fighter. So um we'll get into the Anthony Lamb interview. But before we do so, as always, our sponsor, presenting interview sponsor, Mr. Gino Presta Giacomo and his amazing company that he now runs, a subsidiary of Allstate, Woodbury Insurance. For those of you who don't know, Gino Preston Giacomo, wonderful looking human, amazing person, great smile, great face, just someone you want to talk to. So we would like you to call Woodbury Insurance today. Pause the podcast right now, give him a call. Use your referral code SAUCE so he knows you're calling on behalf of the SAUCE Pod boys, and you'll receive a Wegmans gift card with a free insurance quote. Okay, so when you pause, right after I tell you the phone number, which is 585-288-490, I'm sorry, 4901-585-288-4901, pause, call Gino right now. Use referral code SAUCE. We love it's you, a Gino. Lot for,
1: it's a lot of for free. For free. Wegmans free. Insurance a bank, for free. A lot of bank for your buck in that today. I mean, it's in free to dial
0: right? It's free for you to move your fingers across the, the keyboard. It's free for you to hear Gino's voice. Do it right now. Be that should team. cost money.
1: Yeah, it should. But it doesn't.
0: Not yet. Maybe he'll do it. Yeah, he can do cameos. He's, you know, he's that good looking kind of a human. But that's neither here nor there. We will let you go enjoy future NBA star Anthony Lamb. See you on the other side. what's up everyone welcome to a special special interview two-time sauce pod guest waiting on a call from the nba squad any second now we know it's coming he knows it's coming university of vermont legend anthony lamb what's up brother
2: hey guys how are we doing tonight
1: we're doing man living bro more important question is how are you living because we know I was waiting for you. I was, I was, I was fingers crossed. My like, dude, they gotta pick my boy. They gotta pick him. <laughs> yeah. I really thought, I really thought it was gonna happen, man. But hey, um, it's
2: all good. I'm just in, a, we're in a little bit of a limbo right now, but it's, it's all coming through. It's all gonna work out in the end. So I'm having faith in that sure. and trusting the process.
1: But um, obviously the, you know, I think the biggest question, of course, first and foremost, is you know, walk us through, because obviously me and Frank have no idea, and most of our listeners, of course, have no idea. What's it like? Mm. All right, so you wake up Wednesday morning, like, oh shit, drafts tonight. Like, what's going through your head? Like, how did it feel when the draft, like, when it started? How did you feel? Like, walk us through your whole day.
2: Um, so the whole day Wednesday. Um, <laughs> I'm long sure it was it, a long
1: day, like, man. Longest day ever.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a long day. I was, um, I was just really just chilling with my family the whole day, just chilling over my brother's house, just taking it easy. I tried to work out a couple times. I don't know if I was just tired or. I don't know if I had stress going on or what was good, but I definitely uh, definitely felt it something during, during the day. I, I had talked to my agent a lot, so the biggest thing was um, I was looking at, like, a second round, late second round pick. So that's, what, like, where I was waiting for. And mm-hmm. I knew the draft was, like, four hours long. So la- the whole first half of it, I was just, like, playing a game on my phone with my brother, just chilling. So, <laughs> um, But when it got towards the end, it was definitely, um, definitely a little stressful, but um, I – have a glimpse into the side which goes after the draft and sort of understanding, especially the position I was in, that sometimes it's not always trying to get picked in those spots where either it's not a good position or a place you don't want to be or it's just something where they're trying to stash you overseas for a year or something like, like little stuff like that that you would never know about. All you see is the names. But like, it's like going through this process, it's helped me sort of not be as stressed or as worried about what's what's happening in the short term.
0: Sure. No, that makes total sense. And then a follow-up off that, mm. like ha- have you heard anything since Wednesday? Like, are, like what is your agent saying? Like, is is there a is there a thought or an idea of you just mentioned overseas? Like, is that on the table or are you waiting for teams no, to so, like, uh, call you and all, whatnot?
2: Yeah. So the where I have a couple looks right now. Like if I wanted to go to a couple places right now, I could. So but again, it's trying to find somewhere that's sustainable and long term. Right. One, there's opportunity to fight for a spot. So, like, I believe wherever I go, if I get the opportunity to compete for a spot, regardless of who I'm competing against, I know I can make it happen in that position. So, having that capability and being able to do that is, like, the most important thing for me. So, and secondly, understanding, you ought have to understand, is a spot available? Do you like the organization? And then third, is that a place that could be a long-term destination for you so like those are really the things going into the decision and sort of why I haven't signed something really quickly right now and I'm, I'm really just trusting my agent through it to continue to talk with teams and, and work on, on on the process right now
1: yeah I, I would say I think it's a very wise move on your part, not forcing your hand just like going somewhere to go somewhere but rather finding the right spot for you to then hopefully take the ride and go all the way up to that top because that's a, I think it's a very very mature and and wise mindset for you to have. So that's, that's awesome.
0: For sure. And I, I, I think teams know who you are too. Like they've seen yeah. what you did on in your conference and they saw what you did when you played the blue blood schools, like Kansas, for example. So they, they know damn well who you are and what yeah. you're, what you're capable of doing. So. I think that's awesome that you're – that insights. I I
2: think it's cool because my agents work with a lot of sort of the people in the same position, and a Mm -hmm. big thing he's talking to me about is that this is, like, my first time going through the uncertainty of the NBA. So there's a lot of things that, like, fans only watch for LeBron, KD, Steph Curry, like, they're watching for the big guys. But when it comes to somebody that's not on that superstar level yet, like, all the in-between stuff coming – like you don't really understand it or see what goes into it. So you're saying like, all right, like this is your first time going through it. Like, trust me, I've been through a lot of these things. So right now I, I, I completely trust my dude. I, I know he's going to work it out for the best. And like, I want to play basketball for a long time. I want to be in the NBA for a long time. And if this is the uncertainty that I got to deal with, it's something that you need to learn how to handle and also be comfortable saying, okay, I'm just going to continue to work and work and work. And whenever I get to my spot, that's when it's going to be important for me to show up and be ready to perform
1: part of the biz, man. Right. I feel like you hear that a lot. It's like, Oh, it's a business. But then once you're in it, you're like, Oh shit, it actually is a business. Yeah. Like, you gotta, like learn, you gotta learn like all the small steps and take the journey. Mm-hmm.
0: And not only is it a business, but each individual player is their own business
1: as well. Right. Like you're yeah. trying to
0: yeah. like everybody's the, everybody's asset out of the team. Yeah. The yes. But you mentioned your, your agent, someone who you trust very, very much who else over the past five to six months as you got ready for this this draft day and getting signed after the draft, um, who else has been in your corner that's been really valuable to you and helping you through all this?
2: Yeah, so it's always like my, my base is like my mom and my family like up here. So just being able to always talk to my mom and know she got my back is, is really big. Uh, I was able to get connected with some some really good people down in Atlanta and the TSF training company and uh, the p3 sports like to get my body right those those two things really held me down all throughout uh, the quarantine and all that and I was able to continue to work out and and pursue this pursue this goal pursue this dream through this whole everything really shutting down so I've been very blessed to be able to do that I'm very grateful Um like I always, like I, I don't really go outside of that much. I trust I trust my um, my coaches back in Vermont. I know they always look out for me and that. But I, I don't really go that far out away from my family or, or the people that has coached me to to ask for questions or, or look for inspiration or what to do in the future.
1: Nice man. Yeah, I can't hurt having the the fan back in the corner. It's always it's always a cornerstone in yeah. everyone, everyone's life. So yeah, can't you know can't you know your
0: there. circle. That's good. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, so and I'm just curious because oh, go ahead,
0: go ahead.
2: No, I was just saying the biggest thing for me is just, like, keeping my head down and just being mm-hmm. able to work. So, like, that's – like, that's, like, my base. So, if everything yep. goes up in smoke, I, I know I can I can go try to work out what I want to do, and, and that sort of gives me peace, too.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's one thing we know it. about you. It's – you you're not letting this
1: get right. you down. Like, dra- draft yeah. day,
0: would that have been sick? Hell, yeah. But your goal at the end of the day is to play in the league – and any way possible from yeah. what we've gathered from you and watching you play so this is just a minor a minor bump in the road and like you said you yeah. have people knocking it's just who wants, Gotta find wants the right to, one. to land, land the biggest shot we'll get the right one <laughs> um
1: so, yeah for sure but i was just curious because you guys obviously it's obviously the first all virtual nba draft ever um and i don't know now that Mm-hmm. um besides you there's a lot of guys from back home who were in the draft like Isaiah Stewart and whatnot a bunch of guys from the rock from the Rochester area who were offered the draft were you like talking to any guys either from back home and from the rock or just any guys in general in the draft like during the draft like yeah like this is crazy like not being in person that kind of I don't know if you were talking to any, any other guys in your class at all
2: um not during it but like when I was down in Atlanta I was actually able to work out with uh Denny the the dude for Israel that got drafted Mm-hmm. And uh, Mateo Thibault, like those are the two guys like, I was able to work out with and talk to them through the process. So it was, it was pretty cool not only to meet somebody like from a different country and spend like an extended time with them, but also just to see like what type of kids they are and like what goes into being a guy that's sort of in the first round or right on the border and, and sort of mm-hmm. like what I have to compete against going into the next level. I always, uh, like, me and, me and uh, Quentin Rose exchanged like, messages and stuff. Not during the drive, but just, like, before. Because, like, I played a lot with Quentin. Like, we were training at the same places a lot. So, we played on the same AU team. So, a lot of the times I was able to talk to him and stuff. And I know Isaiah's always, always straight, and he got his family looking out. So, I, I know I, I leave it with his, uh, his circle and the people we got around <laughs> him. But I, I know everybody's going to be in a good spot and, and at least have a good shot to go after what they want from the people I've been around. So, I'm very mm-hmm. blessed and grateful God's worked all that out for us
0: mm-hmm that's amazing man that's so cool that like this 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 class especially had like you mm. quentin and isaiah like all three dudes from the rock like legitimate chances to get selected and isaiah obviously went going to yeah going, going to what, the, i think it was detroit is that right um yeah he got
2: yeah it was like detroit got picked yeah oh, that's, that's
0: pretty sweet but uh I, I well first of all i appreciated you getting back to me this week like yeah and I were, like, we'd love to have lamb on and like he's probably so busy, but hey, we will shoot him in text. Like if he's around and he's wants to like, you know, put his mind somewhere else than stressing out, like, we'll see if he wants to come on. So when you told me, you went, Hey, I've been, I've been, I've been grinding. I've been behind, you know, behind the closed doors, kind of going zero dark 30 LeBron mode the past couple months. So what, like, what have you been doing outside of obviously being in Atlanta playing? Like what, what else goes into this, this past six months without being able to have like summer leagues, Travel around the country and play with dudes. Have teams see you. Like, what else were you able to do since the last time we spoke? Yeah,
2: I'm. I would say that life is for anybody. Life is always something that needs to be worked on, and you need to be able to grow in certain aspects and fields of life. So, like, I would say for me, like, you, there was no traveling to go see teams. There was no, there was no real way to go out and sort of like either expand your presence or learn things from other people. Like it was just strictly like I'm going to the gym, I'm going to work out. Like that's like, that was like the daily routine. It was like Monday through Friday, we got lift at 11. I got hoops at one. I'm doing that. might get a double session in the morning, or if I got to go later, like do one of those, but it was, it was just working out and doing that. So what I've learned is that this whole journey is going to be different in that I'll have more free time or I guess downtime to like each day. So instead of somebody having to work like a 90, nine to five, I have I have long stretches of time to be able to fill up with other things in between mm-hmm. like the workouts or if I have a game that night or things like that. So I'm still going to get a lot of work in and have to do those things. But if you don't understand how to spend your time and, and learn how to grow and become more than just the time you spend at the gym, it's going to be difficult to be able to maintain and cope and and sort of evolve through this process so a lot of the time i was spending i was i was really watching sermons and getting closer with god because i was like i was like i need to have a foundation i need to have a base i need to have somewhere to come from where does all my motivation and and growth come from and that was a lot of the times i was able to spend down there and sort of just be by myself and and pray and look at that uh some of my other times you know you got to find some stuff to do for fun so i was watching anime like finding little games and stuff on my phone and and doing stuff like that but I really just just kept it low key. Just kept my head down and just learn. It was learning how to be at peace with where I was and not feeling like oh I I got to do something else or I got to go talk to somebody. I got to do that. Now I can I can be here. I can chill. I can watch a show and be by myself and be cool with that. And and that was, I guess, my first taste of not only like being in the NBA life or the professional basketball life, but just being like an adult. Can you be? Can you be right. cool? Just being being cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, being Matthew. alone that's that's the that's yeah. the big one go ahead Joe, yes. you say. That's, well, joey Well, Joey lives by himself so he knows damn well what it's like you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah not only that but in
1: terms of like um i think the athletes of like obviously our age and your generation of like i think if one thing i guess quote unquote good came out of covid is that because like i know frank and i spoke to a lot of like guys who play pro baseball and like they cut all mm-hmm. like all minor leagues like it's basically it's on the individual athletes like train themselves like get their mindset right like it's it's the ones who make it are the ones who now are going to definitely earn it more so it's like hey like i did my thing i put my head down it's like this is all me it's like not that you don't have anybody helping you but like i think this generation of like the covid athletes like if you make it like that is like so rightfully deserved like i, I like i put the work in myself you know like i had free time i had this time like i use it wisely and got my goal achieved which i think it's gonna be yeah. like, like, i think a few years down the road we're gonna see a lot of athletes like your age who went through covid like Individualized training. And I think I think your guys' is gonna be in a great spot of like I can handle my own self. Um, because I got here through a very, very unique circumstance, which I think is pretty cool.
2: Yeah, it was uh it's definitely I I would say this has been the most beneficial thing for me ever. Like I've been able to really transform my body to where I feel like okay, now now it's like if I don't make it, there is no excuse for me not to make it it's, like it's even you, yeah, you it's on you, right? Off, yeah. Yeah, not getting drafted, like like part of me is like, okay, I can understand why you're gonna say all right Anthony wasn't in the spot or Anthony wasn't ready for for the draft based on like being in mid-major school or or whatever is going on, whatever whatever excuse they want to make not mm-hmm. to pick me, that's fine. Like that's that's cool. But I am determined and I'm so focused on but when you see me on the court and you see me play now. There is not going to be anything that you can say that will stop me from putting on, putting me on your roster and putting me in the team. Like that's, that's where I'm at, and anything other than that is, is, is not my concern. Like I can't do anything other than do exactly. my best. I'm, and right now I feel like my best is more than enough. And I'm, I'm ready to prove that.
1: Hell yeah, dude. I hear you. I'm on fired that. up, damn it. Yeah. That leads to my last question. Officially it's just, I know I don't want to get you in trouble, but if, if you can talk, can you tell us which teams are you're talking about? I'm trying. I'm trying to get a Lamb pre order jersey. Just I want. I want to know where you're going. <laughs> I get that. I get, I'm the, first uh, of the pre-order jerseys. I don't. I honestly don't think I'm able to say that. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to get you in trouble. <laughs> hey, if you don't
2: ask. You, you you'll never know, right? So, but I don't. I don't think I could give that away just yet. But I will let you guys know when. Uh, I'll, I'll hit up Frankie and just let him know. Yeah, when yeah. I she's I, still texting. I'm gonna get a
1: full pre-order jersey and put in there.
2: Yeah. Just, <laughs> get
0: something
1: <laughs> early. Get I'm something pre-ordering early. like authentic, like stitched i want to see it yeah. stitched by hand right in front of me yeah. <laughs> but uh that's How all you, i man. had Frank. guys yeah it's, uh, thanks for it again very very quick turnaround. i know you're probably insanely busy and obviously just trying to get your head right and like figuring out what the next move is so i'm very grateful for you just giving us even a half hours is awesome talking to you so
2: yeah for sure i, I yeah, appreciate the been time awesome. with you guys it's always always a pleasure to come on the, the sauce pot
0: yeah oh man. yeah when you texted me back, said I'm always down when the boys want me out. I'm like, Oh, let's let's run it. I go, Joey, <laughs> let's run it, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: always in it, man. I'm always ready for it. Bro. Awesome. So last thing I did
0: want to tell you before I let you go. So I, I don't I know you've been off social media a little bit, but this whole month of November is also called the month of November. Oh, um, yeah,
2: mustache. I got a crazy uh,
0: mustache going right. So for yeah. the New Jersey Devils, and I'm telling you this because I know. How embedded you are in the mental health community and how much you've advocated for it, especially the time at Vermont. So also at the New Jersey Devils, we have a goal every year of hitting $20,000 of money raised. Okay. So last year we hit that goal. This year, I think we're just over 12,000 so far, but what we're also doing is like a move goal as well. So me personally, I'm running 60 miles throughout the whole month. So I think I'm like I don't know, 35, 36 miles. in right now i am been trying to oh, do like wow. two miles a day um, and raising money as well. So just want to let you know that we're grinding our asses off as a, as an NHL professional organization to continue raising awareness and money for mental health, men's mental health, especially. So I wanted to let you know we're grinding and and you're in our thoughts and we're going to continue. I'm I'm personally going to continue pulling for you and grinding for you. And those days when uh, it's hard to get my ass on, I'm not a runner. So when I'm more of a a lifter, so when I'm trying to run, I'm like, shit, man, like but uh, there's a lot of tougher things out there, so I can get my ass up and, and get running. So just want to let you know about that. We've been grounding all month long. I got a couple of days left, but um, I appreciate that. That's, that's a big time. time, and it's important,
2: yeah. especially now, because uh, like if people like people know that the winters are definitely tougher, especially with people up north. Is like those are yeah. tougher times for people. So just being able to take care of yourself and and sort of be able to get resources out there for people to learn and understand, like. How to do that is big, and so I, I give big props to you and your, and your organization and, and working on that and, and taking the steps because it's, it's important, and especially this time of year for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Gotta take care yeah, of the yeah. mentals for sure. For sure, mm-hmm. awesome, all right, brother. Man. We'll get right, back man. to uh,
0: get back to those phone games and watch some anime and, right. <laughs> and uh, enjoy your time being back in The Rock. I'll actually, actually, Joey's back in The Rock right now, I'll be back this weekend, so okay. Um, the Sauce Pop Boys and Lamb are all back in the 585, but so then, we'll keep our catch phones it. nearby. Looking forward to hearing hearing who you're signing with.
2: Yeah, I definitely let you know. I appreciate you guys having me on again, man. It's been a pleasure. Of course, man.
0: Thank you. you gotta appreciate it. it. Anytime. For sure. Welcome back, everybody. Hopefully, you enjoyed that super special interview with Anthony Lamb in real time, essentially with with draft week. We will see where he goes. The good news is he's in conversations. Joey asked a great question. You never know until you ask if we can get a specific teams. I thought it was I a great. For, I tried for you guys. I tried to, oh, I tried to get the scoop. Lam well, appreciate it too. He goes, you know what? You, you, you don't know if you don't ask. So that's just good, um, good detective work by Joey. I think it's a great question.
1: Confidently asked. It's just a salesman in him. You ask for the sale. Hey, who knows? If we had gotten the scoop, maybe someone comes ringing, comes knocking on our door. Hey, Shams. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah hot seat hot seat
0: yeah well then shams uh give the wrong info on uh what was it what was it dwight howard
1: i'm not sure i didn't see that yeah i think he, he tweeted
0: out that dwight was re-signing
1: thank oh, god oh no I think it's, yeah so it's honestly a shock that they aren't wrong more often which is the yeah. amount of like i know <laughs> the amount of scoops they have to put out it's crazy how they get the scoops so well, speaking of
0: NBA, we we usually start with the NFL lately on the Big Four breakdown, but we're gonna kick it off in the NBA this week just because of how much happened. Before we do, get in that quick thoughts and prayers. Yeah, quick thoughts and prayers though before it gets to Klay Thompson. Just shitty man. He ready to come back. The Warriors were gonna be obviously, in my opinion, a contender again. Or oh at least, yeah. You know, with everyone healthy, and then hurts his Achilles. That sucks. Um, but so, our best to him. And uh, hopefully, they can still be competitive without him. Um, Toronto, it looks like playing in Tampa for a little while. Yeah, I saw that. Pretty wild. So instead of of Toronto Raptors, we got the Tampa Raptors. Interesting. Uh, But to run through quickly what the NBA season is going to look like, they did come out with how the breakdown of the year is going to look. So the first half of the season is going to be from december 22nd to march 4th all-star break until march 10th and then there's going to be a second half of this of the schedule however the release of the second half of the schedule is not going to happen until the beginning of the first half of the season starts so i think they're going to stay fluid with it from what Mm -hmm. i read release the first half get through that the best they can announce the second half do the all-star break get the second half rolling, um, which I think is a smart idea not to try and plan everything too far on advance if you can just be on the run if you can. As for the playoffs, there is going to be a play-in tournament for the 7 through 10 seeds. So the 7 and 8 seed will play each other, and the 9 and 10 seeds are going to be playing each other in this play-in tournament the 7 and 8 seed the winner of that will get the 7 seed for the actual playoffs okay the 8 the, the whoever loses that game is not eliminated yet because the 9 and 10 seed winner will then play the loser of that 7 8 game for the 8 seed i like it yeah so essentially the 7 and 8 seeds like a double elimination type thing the 9 and 10 you lose you're out but if you win you play the loser of that 7 8 seed to fight for the eighth a little bit confusing but i think i did an okay job of locking that in
1: yeah dude i'm off I'm, I'm all for american sports going more european in the aspect of like mid-season like how like soccer as a champions league like all those like the mid-season tournaments that i feel like, well they don't they don't impact your like your standings for like your league but there's like separate tournaments that go out along throughout the year and you can win different like trophies and stuff like that not that everyone needs a trophy but from like i feel like as a fan like seeing like your team playing like a midseason tournament. Like, like okay, like, you have no shot of, like, obviously winning the NBA championship. But if your team wins, like, a couple, like, these of these midseason tournaments, if they, if it one day ever does go to that, which I think that's kind of, like, this is, like, I feel like it's, like, a first step towards, obviously, mm-hmm. extending playoffs. Because I think after they saw the bubble in these teams, like, basically just fight for the life, we saw a lot of, like, electric moments, like Devin Booker just going crazy. But, like, a lot of guys just carrying these, like, lower-tier teams to, like, almost being in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um I'd be, I'd be all for like doing more like midseason playoff implication type stuff. I just throw out the year to kind of – because nobody watches the NBA during the season. It's like it's one of the most boring seasons until the playoffs start. Like you just watch these guys play 20 minutes a game. Like LeBron, you know, he has time. They're resting now because they're getting older. Like A lot of the stars now are getting older. It's like they played half the games of the week. It's like no one wants to watch that. It's like have some more implications so guys are not forced but encouraged to play – and more competitive throughout the year. I don't know.
0: No, I agree. I agree. I and it gives be cool. those teams that are in the bottom quartile of conferences yeah, say, "Hey, can if we can play for something." even that ten seed, like there's a chance we could sneak into the 8th seed. You know. Right. So the, I mean, obviously in NBA, there's a little like less parity in in the sense that like you know mm-hmm. that the top four seeds are probably most likely gonna be in the finals. Yeah, but. You never know, I guess. At this point, so there's a lot of talented players, a lot of talented teams in the league. Uh, before we get into the free agency stuff, I, I did want to talk about some trades, potential trades, and, and kicking it off with James Harden. Again, in the news earlier in the week, there's a potential Brooklyn move being made, and then it came out we were saying that Houston's in no rush to move them, but like, yeah, it's in somewhat of motion to have him sent <laughs> back mm-hmm. to being a teammate with Kevin Durant after he was just teammate with Russell Westbrook, which I thought he left OKC in the first place to be more
1: of his own guy. So now it's coming. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Russell Westbrook could have been part of the best franchise, probably, probably rivaling in NBA history if they had all stayed in Oklahoma City. Three MVPs. There's no way they w- they would have they would have won at least a handful of rings. Obviously, not 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 franchising. I, they wouldn't have won as much as obviously Boston and LA because the fact that they've been around for forever. But in the, the recent memory, like, besides like, the Jordan Bulls, like they would have been that like the same caliber as like the '90s Bulls if they had stayed together. Um, not I don't only know did that. they have those three, bro. They had a young Steven Adams, didn't they? Yeah, when he first Baca- came, it's George in his prime. Like they had some other pieces too. I just, I just don't, don't think- know what any of three of those guys want in their career. Cause KD has been just obviously just going from super team to super team. Now it's like, okay, he actually he doesn't care. He wants to just win, which you can only knock for so long. Westbrook. I have no idea what Westbrook wants to do. He's now he's bitching. He wants out. It's like, dude, what do you, what do you want to do? It's like, you right. stunk alone. You stunk with Harden where, like, where else could you possibly go to make an impact without you? ruining a team basically because all he's a, he's a ball hog he his assists were clearly inflated that of the years he was doing the 30 10 10 because he was just he had the ball every single play and it didn't try it didn't turn into any wins and he got Harden, again same thing it's like okay you left okc to be alone yeah you can score a lot of points again you don't win now you go to the brooklyn nets you're going to be the second or third wheel on that team i don't know man also shout, and then I want to throw like Kyrie in that focus. Kyrie was bitching in Cleveland about how like he didn't want to be in LeBron's shadow. And then he goes to Boston, be the guy that did that went horribly. Now he's going to be probably, he's going to be the third best player on this Brooklyn team. after they get Harden. it's like, dude, you left from being LeBron's right-hand man. You guys could have won probably two more rings to now being the third option on a team that might be good. Maybe like might not be good. We have no idea. So they all kind of, like, I don't know. The NBA is goofy. like I feel like these guys don't know what they want until they go somewhere and, like, oh, I hate it here. And then, and then they just go somewhere else. <laughs> right.
0: Well, at least KD opened up confusing. about it. KD, like, thought he was going to be happy there in England State, and he said, like, the rings were obviously sick, but, like, there was something different there. Like, I don't know. At least, at least he opened up about it. I just think that all three of these guys on the same team, whether it's just the media portraying them as, like, this negative connotation, but, I mean – I going from Russ Harden to KD, they're obviously more matured now with with Kyrie Harden, KD. But I don't know. It's just there's only one basketball, in my opinion. And they're all yeah, in their own in their own ways,
1: very good ball handlers and ball controllers. Like it just what it is. That's what makes them. Yeah, they're all amazing players. Then to the Rockets side of things, why would they ever trade Harden? They don't have to do anything, Mm -hmm. and they they aren't going to give them to the Brooklyn for nothing. So it's like, I mean, are they going to trade Kyrie? Because like, I, I don't know, I don't know what Brooklyn could possibly offer to Houston to warrant them giving up their franchise in Harden, which again he hasn't won anything, but he's still the top five player in the NBA
0: in terms
1: of scoring, and is all and is playing basketball. And now it's like, what? Like, how are they? How are they being inclined to just dump it? It's like they better get back every pick that Knicks have for forever, or get Kyrie. So I don't know. I don't. I have no idea what the deals are. I think. I think it's, it's going to happen. And it's going to be stupid, but I don't know what the deal is going to be from the Brooklyn side giving to Houston. Because they they're going to have to give up everything besides Durant, I think.
0: And I, don't, I just don't think they need to do that. They were a playoff team without them. They have scorers. Like, they have pieces in place. They're young. I don't know, man. They don't need to do it, I don't think. But whatever. CP3 going to the Suns. Oubre going to the yeah. Golden State. Um, CP3 and Booker is going to be an interesting dynamic that's she pretty fun to watch. and they got
1: aiden aiden's very good they just signed jay crowder like a half hour ago
0: oh did they okay i missed yeah. that one
1: they'll wow. be a playoff team i don't i think they'll be like a the five or six seat i think yeah like pretty much locked in i think i think they're gonna be a good team okay I'll I, think like, you. Also, I also love the bucks getting drew holiday that was a great move they they give they yeah They
0: were they gonna they just gave up they were gonna give up a lot for Bogdanovich too,
1: yeah. That tree got like it didn't didn't go through right.
0: No, there's like a there's a big uh NBA is investigating now into some sort of like tampering or something like that. But either way, I I mean, this is yeah, this is their last
1: ditch effort to keep Giannis. So, this is the the, this move is going to be either absolutely amazing, they're probably gonna win the East with Giannis, Holiday, and Middleton. For the next three, four years, probably be like automatic one seed in the East.
0: Or they get or, they get, or they
1: get a holiday this year and then Giannis leaves and then they stink. <laughs> so like, it's like, okay, so good.
0: Drew Holiday
1: is nice, right? Like he's very good, really good. But is he like heading shoulders above Eric Bledsoe? Yes. Uh, it's not, not even, not even close. All right. Well, so his, his production I went just down think every single year. The Bucks year are they to
0: selling out. The, so the, I don't know if people realize this. The Bucks were on average the oldest team in the NBA last year. So now they're really mortgaging their future. They gave uh, actually no, I'm sorry. If they would have given away Bogdanovich, if they would have got Bogdanovich, they would have been giving away D. Vincenzo and Eliasova as well, on top of whoever they yeah. gave, when they gave away for Drew Holiday with their three first rounders, George Hill and Eric Bledsoe. Like they, right. they, they mortgaged their future for Drew Holiday. That's three first rounders. I don't care when they are, but like you're saying, to Giannis, we want you to stay here. We're willing to literally give up everything to keep you here, and if he doesn't ultimately stay there after next or after the season, they are in so much trouble as an organization.
1: Right, right. But again, to to their defense, Giannis is being an asshole, and he's putting them in the spot by not like. I don't many- think he's being an asshole. He's just saying I, I don't know what's going to happen. He doesn't have to make a decision. It's not. I know, but like I'm like, but if he wants to, to me, he's, I think he's handling it very poorly. I'm not against players leaving teams. I don't care about loyalty in the NBA because it's obviously it's not a thing. Um, But to their defense, like, what do you want them to do? Like, they're obviously going to try and get guys for like this year. When they, okay, okay, we have Giannis guaranteed this next season. Let's get guys and try to win this next year. And if he leaves, we'll go from there. But if he was smart, he'd be like, I, I don't know.
0: I just if, don't think like, he, he, he put, he put he wants himself that. in a better
1: spot if he told them like, hey, like, you know, I'll give you guys like you know, x amount of years, and they would make smarter moves to then plan their future instead of like they have no idea if he's going to bounce after this next year. So. I think they just went all in this next season, um, but I I I I think Drew Holiday is not it's not even, even like close to a debate, and he's better than I, I think. I think Bloodsop stinks. He's been going downhill for quite some time now. Um, I think they'll be very good again, barring obviously and Harden going to Brooklyn. They're going to be the one seed, but I think Milwaukee right now, as it stands, is probably going to be the one seed in the East unless Harden goes to Brooklyn, which probably going to happen, but. I don't know. I just think Giannis is putting himself and the Bucs in a weird spot where they both are very uncertain, and it's going to go – I don't know. It's going to be very, very good or very, very, very bad. Yeah, it'll be interesting.
0: Very, very interesting. This is a crazy offseason.
1: There's a lot, of, a lot um, of movement shaking.
0: Covington to the Blazers for Ariza in two first-rounders. That's a good pickup yeah. for the Blazers. Ariza coming back for the Houston again. Obviously, he's just much past his prime, but – uh, in the Sixers' world, Al Horford in a 2025 first-round pick uh, to end rights to uh, Vasilevich. I hope I said that right. Mm-hmm. To Oklahoma City for Danny Green and Terrence Ferguson. So the Sixers are getting shooters now. The Al Horford, um, the Al Horford and Embiid experiment did not work out. Obviously, the way everyone thought it might just. He was paid a lot of money, so they made the move to get a shooter in Danny Green. They also made the move to trade uh, Jay Rich for Seth Curry. So, Seth Curry, obviously, one of the best three-point shooters. I think he was, like, top three or top five in, in uh, catch and shoot as well as three-point percentage as a whole in the league last year. I think um, that was kind
1: of a wash that trade.
0: Yeah, I think so essentially,
1: well. like, Jay Richardson's a great player. He's I just more athletic. Don't in, the, in, in the defense, the, I think. What was that? I think he's more athletic and better on defense. Curry an absolute knockdown shooter. Yeah. So he's taller than Curry. He's younger than Curry. And he's
0: maybe better all around. But for what the Sixers need, they need someone who can shoot the three very consistently. And Jay Rich wasn't doing that enough for them. So Seth is a very consistent shooter. So now you're going to have Danny Green and Seth to space the floor. Now Ben Simmons is going to have wide open lanes to either kick or Oop it to Joel, It's I think it's going to be a very, very smart movie. You see Daryl Morey came in and, like, sent it. And I was listening to uh, McAfee's show. I know he shot him out a lot, but, like, Shams was on there on Wednesday when I listened, and he said before the draft, he goes, you're going to see moves made this week. Like, these these guys, these, these GMs have been sitting on their hands for long enough. Like, they're making moves, and this is what you've yeah. seen all week long. Teams are making absolute moves. Um, Crazy stat, though. This is the first time the blue blood colleges did not have a player drafted in the lottery since two thousand. So it's been twenty years. Crazy. It was wild. All all the Duke players went in the second round. All three of them. Um, I don't think. I think was Maxi the first Kentucky guy gone. They went to Philly.
1: Yeah, Moss. Or no, the kid to the Knicks. Quickly, the point guard. We'll I don't know. Kid. I don't know. Yeah, crazy. Either way. um. Oh, one more
0: point of the draft, too. Rochester native, Isaiah Stewart from the University of Washington – or from Washington University, rather. Going to the Pistons, that's so sick. He's a big man. If you don't know who Isaiah Stewart is, watch his highlight tapes because in college, in that Pac-12, he was a man
1: amongst little children. Also, Quinn Rose, I think the king just picks him up today. today? Okay. Yeah, cool. Yep. I did not see that. Good. Just waiting on Lamb. Just waiting. We'll get there. Don't worry. Yeah, the NBA got, NBA got chicken up. Also, I want to just point out, I want to just – these NBA salaries. Also, we got Gordon Hayward uh, just signed a $120 million deal with the Hornets. That is drunk. Drunk as you can possibly be drunk. That's the drunkest salary I've ever seen in my life. Max money. And you got this guy. Hang on, I, I I gotta I gotta find out what this guy's name is. I don't know who he is, and I don't think anybody listening Christian knows Wood. who this guy is. Christian Wood from the Pistons. Christian the, Wood from the Rockets, or he's you from know, the, the Rockets,
0: from the Pistons. Oh, no wait, the going from the
1: Pistons to the Rockets. The Who's Who of the NBA, Christian Wood uh, signed a forty-one million dollar deal. I mean, they should put on the back of his jersey "Who?" question mark. That's 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 who he is because that guy is an absolute nobody um I, I mentioned jay crowder again like it's okay it's like a decent role player he got like 30 million from the suns like these nba teams are absolutely drunk you do not got to call him a nobody he
0: did have 13 he was averaging 13 points and six okay. rebounds in 21 minutes so he's not horrible dope young and
1: dollars yeah but uh, i mean the most egregious one it's like well oh, joe harris Four years 75 got million. So it's 75 million dollars. Yeah, how the hell, how the hell are they gonna pay KD, Kyrie, and Harden? And they just gave that guy the house.
0: They don't, I mean, I don't know, gonna go up in the luxury
1: tax, they don't care. But dude, I mean, these guys are just like, I don't know, I mean, I wish, I wish, yeah, I, wish, I, was, I, wish I was a pro athlete in any sport. But these NBA guys, if you're if you're like a decent NBA player, you are getting paid. Right. Like Van Fleet, like yes, a very good player, but even him. Like, oh no, he
0: deserves it. Oh, he absolutely deserves it.
1: 100%. Yeah, like eighty-five million dollars. That's a lot dude, of that, money, dude. He is a baller. He could have gone anywhere, somewhere else, and got more. I'm sure of it. All I'm He's saying is baller. that LeBron He's 26. James. Twenty-six. If you have any argument against LeBron James making less than less than a billion dollars a year, you're an absolute idiot. Relative relative to what they're paying these guys, if you're not, if the, if it was possible, if LeBron could make a billion dollar contract. I mean, it, it would be rightfully deserved the way that they're paying these role players upwards of $100 million for for two or three seasons. It's crazy. We might as well like, keep did, running through some of the, the – Did the Hornets watch the NBA the last three or four years with Gordon Hayward?
0: He's, He's missed hundred,
1: a- 111 missed games with the Celtics in the last three years. I just saw yeah. that stat before. So, he, so you got, you got paid a million dollars basically for every game he missed to go yeah. play for the Hornets. The game, $120 million to play maybe 40 games a year.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: We might as well run through a couple more of these. Uh, Dino
0: Gallinari going to the Hawks for three for 61. Drogic resigning with the Heat, two for 37. Jeremy Grant going to the Pistons, three for 60. My guy. Oh, here's another one. Davis Burton's resigning, five for 80. Montrez, Bro, where are
1: these teams getting this money? I don't know.
0: Montrez is a small one of the Lakers. That was a, that was
1: actually a, a surprise. Of Montrez, I, Harold, I, I like I like both the Laker moves. for nineteen. Oh I like yeah, the Lakers and I like Harold the Lakers because Howard is now where? Where did he go? Philly. Howard's in Philly. Yeah, in there's, Philly. there's some, I can't I can't even keep track This guys are changing every day. This is crazy, dude. Uh we have Marcus Morris resigning with the Clippers four for sixty four. Oh my god.
0: Uh, let's keep. Oh, Jay Crowley's have with the Suns
1: this is a big pickup for them. Oh, they better pay Anthony Lamb a hundred million dollars. He's better than all these bums. I don't understand because <laughs> are making these guys are making stupid money. Oh, Lakers, the Lakers, the
0: Lakers' other signing was Wes Matthews. That was another one that was a good veteran yes. signing. Very cheap. I think
1: LA, I think LA is, is primed to repeat, barring health and whatnot. I like their roster a lot. Oh, and they got Sh- Schroeder.
0: I forgot about that too.
1: Yeah, no, I was saying you yeah. got Harold, okay, shoulder. Yeah, two key players, and you got West to come, to basically just be to be uh, Danny Green. They're, just, yeah. they're the same. They're the same player. Yeah,
0: I mean, again, it's gonna be exciting this NBA this upcoming season. Regardless if you like the league or not, it's always fun to to, to follow the the yeah. soap uh, opera esque like feel that the league gives you. Uh, just because it's a very individual sport, like one player can make that much of a difference. So each person has their own personality, and you know yeah. them all. Um, but that's all. Shout that's all out to here.
1: NBA NBA agents. You guys did well. Oh yeah, did, these, these, these absolute are... scrubs paid. These. Agents Gordon are... Gordon Hayward's agent, probably best agent in the world. Dude. Whoever you are, God bless you.
0: 111 games over the past three seasons. That's literally what is that? Eighty-one, sixty-two, four. Oh, like you're pushing close to. Five. 40% of the games he's missed over the past three seasons since being on the Celtics. I know he had that major injury, so he's coming back from it, but still to make that money, I not to play 60% of the games. Hey man, they're doing well. And Ohio state is uh, up seven with 21 seconds left. <laughs> Hold on before we get in the NFL folks and big four, um, the Indiana is on the 38 yard line. Pennix has 495 yards passing. Just threw one away. Okay, second and ten with fourteen seconds
1: left. All right, we ain't doing. We ain't we'll move, doing on. We'll move on. We move
0: on. NFL, NFL Pro Bowl is going to be virtual
1: on okay. Madden Twenty One. Control Alt Delete the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Get rid of it. The NFL, the NFL. Just, I can make. I could. I could fix the NFL in, in a half hour if I was. If I was good. Okay.
0: So all right, we'll run through this real quick. You're the commissioner of the NFL. First three things you're doing
1: to make players you- can wear any cleats they want. Um, teams have to wear throwback jerseys at least four games of the year. Delete Even the, the Packers Pro- ugly. Delete the Pro Packers. Delete the Pro Bowl. Those oh. three things increase viewership.
0: Almost picked up on how to say But yes, I agree with you. That, that was off the top of your head too. There was no planning from that question for all you listeners. That was Joey being completely and utterly on his toes. And it's that obvious to an average Joe like us what you need to do as a league to make
1: it just or thing, delete the yeah. Pro Bowl. Go back to the old late '90s, early 2000s skills competition when those guys are just chucking balls like 150 yards as far as they possibly can.
0: Yeah, I want to like, see. Th- I want to th- see th- throwing the balls
1: up, like have them dart it.
0: Yes, I want to see a throwing like a like a throwing competition. Yeah.
1: Game Mahomes. Delete, delete the game. Nobody have- nobody wants to watch an all star football game where they don't tackle and they don't blitz. They don't block. What mm-hmm. what is the point of that?
0: It's like watching a practice with all the best players in the league. All you're doing is just
1: you're, – if you're, like, an NFL coach, you are literally just – you're praying to whatever God you believe in that your God does not tear his ACL in the Pro Bowl or something stupid like that. It's, it's just like an extra day to, like, stress out NFL GMs and head coaches.
0: I'm telling guy you, you're not going. That's what I'm telling them. You. You're not playing. Yeah.
1: You can go in I there. I think I don't even there. go. There's guys that are like, oh, this guy, like, like, Trubisky was, like, the starting quarterback that one year because, like, nine guys is like, I'm not going to that. Yeah. All right, Trubisky, you threw for two thousand yards this year. You're the you're the Pro Bowl quarterback. It's like sweet, <laughs> dying dying to watch that game. Um, quick player news. This is a crazy one. So
0: obviously DeAndre Baker got. Uh, he actually didn't get charged, but he was a D back, the young D back for the Giants, and there was a case that there's armed robbery case that he was involved in, and it got dropped. And his lawyer actually got charged. With extortion as well, which is absolutely wild. So, apparently, like he was, I I don't want to say it the wrong wrong way, but he was uh, trying to to sway one way or have people say some things to like do other things. He was getting paid on the side because of it. I don't know, whatever happened, it was was just absolutely bonkers. Like, I like that one, the one bad lawyer. Ruins it for the rest of the bunch. You know, that that one bad person ruins the rep for everyone else. Not everyone's like, oh, great. Can't trust lawyers anymore.
1: Lawyers are canceled. Mm-hmm. It's like, everyone's, everyone, yeah. Yeah. everyone's, yeah. I, I can't wait well, to, I can't man. wait to just cancel, cancel earth. And just like, is there anyone that's not, get, get right over with Who's not canceled huh?
0: this year? Is anybody I'm not, not canceled this year? Dude, oh boy. boy. They, they, people, people, they, they cancel people who are dead. Oh boy, it's there's no time left in the game. They are throwing the ball all over the field and Ohio State recovers. Okay. We're back to focus. Ohio State wins.
1: Indiana. That was a good game. I actually
0: will give them a very, very
1: well, one no, who I'm canceling job. though is, is Justin Herbert, because I love I love that kid. And now I don't I don't love that kid.
0: Yeah. So Justin Herbert got a haircut. He had some nice, luscious flow. He already had a baby face, still had the Dude, pimples. He, he was
1: he was he was sunshine. He was a California yeah. California QB just like flow. He had Shucking the baby face still. He hasn't even hit puberty yet and he's balling the league and then yeah, get that, also get that guy some Accutane. Come on, you do, you're a, yeah. you're a millionaire now.
0: Actually, no, you know, I did take that. It's not fun. Honestly, if it's there's gotta be more he's got enough money, there's gonna be a different procedure. He hasn't got that. Yeah, you yeah. can
1: do something else. I know he's, he he's still, still he's water, still, Justin. Water's good okay. for
0: Hydrate, hydrate. A little more hydration, Justin. That might be um,
1: it. No, but dude, like what is you doing, baby? Like you were the guy. You were you were the you were the you were, just, you were sunshine. You were just, you were the lettuce boy. You were those those powder blues and the lettuce. Now he's got some like vocal, bowl cut, buzz cut. It's like, what are you doing, dude?
0: Dude, that was the vintage, the vintage Frankie Carnevale when he was like seven years old.
1: That just, was just that. He had the haircut. Hard. Like, know how like, you used to get to like buzz your head? Like not like, not like line up your sides, like yeah. line up your sideburns. Like there's like whatever hair you had, like the outline you had, they just buzzed it and they just yes. left it there. And that's the haircut he got. It's like well, I, I don't know. I just I I traded for my fantasy. I hope he doesn't stink now because I think all his mojo was in his hair. So, I mean, if he if he if he plays that versus the Jets, there's only one thing to blame, and it is the haircut. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny you say that,
0: because there are some sharps out there who are considering money lining the Jets as a good value this week. Oh dear God. And I, I do. If they do lose, it's, it's direct correlation to Herbert's haircut. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it.
1: I mean, those sharps are about as sharp as a circle, because if you bet on the Jets, you are a moron. I don't know, man. They're looking all right. Oh, my God.
0: I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, there's going to be no flow out of Becca's helmet. He does just, just look so dumb. Come on, Justin.
1: Man, I don't know what he's doing. Oh, he's doing? doing? the. He's ruining his chances oh, at rookie of the, of the year? Year now.
0: rookie of the year People are not going to
1: vote for rookie of the year because he doesn't look as good.
0: I don't know. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks, uh, Taysom Hill will be starting over Jameis Winston this week. Wild. For the Saints-Falcons game. So we'll see how they uh, – They. I'm I, sure think, I still, think rightfully so. I think they'll still involve Jameis. I just think that they got a lot of packages set up for Taysom. They're lying. And uh, Breeze will be on IR for at least three weeks. So it'll be interesting to see. What the Saints draw up. I think Sean Payton's a very good coach. He knows how to
1: I think play. Yeah, I I think Taysom Hall deserves one game to start. He's been getting cocked his whole career.
0: I mean, he's not really a quarter he is a quarterback, but he's we don't a know. Army we don't
1: guy. know. He's been just doing like these weird like gadget plays for his whole career. It's like there's been times when I think he's there's, def- there's definitely stretches of time he's, since he's been drawing the Saints that he's probably been the better quarterback than Breeze. But obviously Breeze like he goes down and he picks it up. Obviously, he picks it up pretty quick when he like gets hot, he's hot. But you it's just like,
0: I, I think know be a better quarterback than Drew Brees.
1: There's, de- there's definitely been times during their. Dude, Drew Brees was playing like crap this year, beginning of the year. Oh playing like poop. Now he's playing good. Not, he's hurt now. I just think he deserves at least one game to start over Jameis, who's proven just pick machine.
0: He's also proven I throw for a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns machine. So we'll see. Okay, fun to watch. Definitely tuning in. Um, oh, the last piece of news, which I just saw, and this is more personal pissed off. Uh, Joe Mixon is now on the IR. So uh RIP fantasy Joe Mixon. Um sucks, but whatever. Who gives a shit about that? Major League Baseball. Crazy news out of Chicago. Theo Epstein resigns from the Cubs. Um maybe this was known that he was gonna leave, or maybe there was rumblings of it. I don't pay too much attention to the cubs obviously if it's your team and you thought he was gonna leave maybe he's gonna leave uh dallas braden and uh and karabas were talking about it on the starting nine podcast about how this isn't what happened but they thought that maybe it was similar to a situation when theo left boston and ownership wanted him to go one way he's like no i want to keep going this way and they thought maybe hey the cubs are trying to go in one direction and theo's like no like we can keep winning in this direction and it didn't work out, but I don't think there's a single Cubs fan out there who's happy about this, right?
1: Baseball is a cold, heartless bitch. Twenty sixteen probably feels like it was nineteen sixteen for Cubs fans. I know. Yeah. I, I, I that's why I feel like, like I feel like oh nine with the Yankees. I felt like, I, I felt like that, that that like basically didn't even happen. That was so long, I felt like that was so long ago. I did, like, at this point, I really don't care anymore that they won a World Series eleven years ago, and the Cup has only been three or four seasons, and it's like that. I can imagine for them, it's like, that probably feels like an absolute eternity ago with how they've shaken out since the World Series. Like, their core guys, like, besides, besides, besides Javi, like, haven't produced, like, a whole ton, like Bryant and uh, Rezo and them, like, yeah, they're obviously good players. But they haven't, they weren't the caliber that they were at that point in time. It's like, now they're probably trading Chris Bryant. I saw it today, it's like, which is probably one of the moves that he didn't want to do. It's like we can't trade this freaking guy. He's like, he's still he's still in his prime and like nah, you're like dog him. So I don't know. Baseball is baseball is mean. Mean baseball is a mean, mean sport. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't appreciate how mean baseball can be.
0: The meanest. Um cano, Robbie Cano. Spend it again.
1: <laughs> don't you know not to do steroids, Robbie. Right. Don't, you, don't know. you know, Cano. Stay off the peds, cuz. Stupid, stupid, dumb idiot. Uh, ever since he left the Yankees, I uh, that guy's the biggest stupid, dumb idiot in the world. Could have been the face of the
0: Yankees. He takes but like
1: 20 more million dollars to complain Seattle. Do literally do nothing. Nothing. Do forgot about him. him. Forgot about him. Do literally
0: nothing. He had, so he was in the perfect orbit to take over as the new face of the Yankees. He was climbing to his prime as A-Rod and Jeter were phasing out. And he was the guy, the guy. You're the king of New York. Leave. Gone. I mean, they the Yankees suck. for that whole teens decades. So maybe he made the right decision, knowing that, hey, we're gonna suck for a while, but certainly we not gonna be any better in Seattle. So
1: sucks. I'm yeah. mad though, because now now all I'm seeing is that now now the Mets have money to offer Lemayhew. It's like. Yeah, let's talk about that real quick. I don't want to. I just, I don't. I why? Why is DJ taking my bias? Why is he, I'm bias, not, take, why is I'm he taking, not signed? Taking my bias out of this. If he played for any team, and you and you just don't resign the guy the day after the or the, like the very first possible day you can resign him, why? I don't understand. He's been top three in MVP voting for I think what two of the last three years now. The legit cornerstone, the leadoff hitter of the Yankee lineup. Plays first, second, third, and corner outfield. Rover. If you need him. Catcher. He could probably pitch if he had to. Automatic 315 plus average with probably, I don't know, probably sniffing like 800 OPS. I just don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What are we doing? What are we doing? It, it,
0: it did doing? give me anxiety the other day when I saw, what, what did I send a group text? Was it the Nats that are showing interest in him as well? Every
1: team, well, who, who wouldn't want him?
0: No, I know, but just like seeing a notification on my phone. Yes. Nationals interested in pursuing DJ LeMahieu. Yes. There should be no pursuit. Bro, the Red Sox no are pursuit. saying the, the hey, Red Sox,
1: they hey. aren't afraid to throw money at him. The Mets are now going to offer him money. I guarantee it without Cano at second base.
0: Is there anything that can suffice for LeMahieu not resigning? Like, would getting Frankie Lindor would that be okay to not get Lemayhew back?
1: I don't know, dude. I don't know. I, I I don't know, man. That's the only one for me that I could like.
0: All right, if we absolutely only have one opportunity to sign Frankie Lindor and it's to not get Lemayhew, I would I, I would LeMahieu's listen to the, I would I, listen.
1: I think he's better than right now.
0: I would sit down and listen. No, Lindor is the best, probably one of the best probably the best shortstop movie let's be real here
1: i don't yeah but i'm not I'm saying, saying i'd be okay I'd guaranteed at least... production like he, I will would <laughs> he will not play bad he will not play bad oh ever. i
0: agree you don't gotta tell me twice brian i love DJ Mayhew so much i was just saying if it was for frankie Lin, if the reasons of frankie and i would at least sit
1: down and listen to a yankees pitch i know you, I, you couldn't get Matt, you couldn't get that mad but everyone, everyone else. If he just walks and we don't get anybody, I, I, am gonna headbutt a lot of walls. Yeah. There's gonna be mayhem. mayhem. I don't know. I just, I just, I don't want to go through the hassle of negotiating with for for five hundred million dollars with Lindor. Just give Lemayhew whatever he wants and just and just, please just go on. It's, it's so much easier. We we already have him. He wants to be a Yankee. Give him money. That's it. Be done with it i agree i don't know man every every day it goes by i'm like i lose a lot of faith i'm like i don't think he's gonna be a yankee yeah troublesome
0: nhl is all we have left i i don't really have much to say about
1: the league there's got some cool new jerseys out
0: yes they do we talked about that last week the refs. i like the coyotes jerseys are
1: freaking sick
0: the Ducks ones are sick. A lot of people were getting yes. positive feedback on the devils. They're all green with some red. I didn't mind the
1: devils. I think the sabers ones were like, yeah, they, they they look sharp, but like they didn't really go outside the box. that's still that's their exact color scheme. They didn't yeah. do anything different. Like okay, yeah, it's blue, it's blue and white and yellow. Those are your colors. Yeah. <laughs> sick. But there were some uh, there were some sharp sweaters. Oh, I, I did yeah. like I I think I actually liked the majority of them.
0: Yeah, no, it's cool, it's good to see the NHL. Get out of their uh traditional ways mm-hmm. from time to time. <laughs> they are very they're very very i
1: feel very... like is like decent with, with with the unis they have some they have some cool throwbacks from time to time
0: no they do no they do they do they're just a lot more they're just um they're similar to baseball in the sense that like they're very very embedded in their tradition the traditional game mm-hmm. so, like you get you know, it's the same sense of baseball like the new mm-hmm. wave of the game you'll get like the oldies are like what happened to just base hits and you know stealing bases and pitchers yeah. hitting the N.L. and there's an, us new guys like hey let's let's change the game. The N.H.L. is the same way where it's like you're transitioning away from the old bruisers. Everyone's fighting. You have big ass dudes now. You have these like speedsters on the ice sniping more finesse. And the oldies are like oh back in my day I used to watch these guys hit these guys. So it's like it's a similar parallel. In terms I hate of, getting old. Yeah, no, nah, it is what it is. But um, other than the jerseys, like I know the league is. is pushing as hard as they possibly can to get a deal done prior to the end of the month. So that January 1st target date is still in effect. Um, There's nothing still set in stone, which is crazy to me like we're a month and a half away. I know as an organization, a lot of organizations are working with their state governments to have them do walkthroughs of their arenas to make sure all their standards are up to par. And just making a I, I, training camp is supposed to start within the next week or two. So players will start reporting back. Uh, I know there was uh, some, some tweets out there of the different, different uh, divisions they are going to be doing for this year. There's going to be a strictly a Canadian division. There's going to be a um, like a Northern or Eastern division. There's going to be a central division and then a West division. So there's gonna be four different like divisions. I couldn't on. even
1: attempt to tell you any of teams in any of those, just do east and west. It's yeah, you it's it's it. literally <laughs> just
0: based on your like your geography. Obviously the no, Canadian they can't cross the border, they're all playing each other.
1: I think the, I think Close. the NBA has it. The NBA has it right. Okay, split the league in two east west. We're good. Yeah, <laughs> it's confusing the hell to me too. But that's all
0: I really know on that end. Um and I have nothing else to talk about, Joe. Decided to see the to drink Decided so to hang, watch some college football. Again, this is Saturday, so actually Sunday doesn't even matter because it already happened. But as always, Joey, what's the what's the cost of listening to this? What does this cost our fans? Free ninety nine. So all we ask is that you just please share this with one person. If this brought any value to your day, at least if it brought one smile to your day, that's good enough for us. So please just subscribe. Click that subscribe button. Click the share button. Rate us. You can rate us too. Yeah. You can give us five stars, right? That doesn't hurt that much.
1: No, it's also free.
0: And let us know if you like the t-shirts. If you don't, cool. you don't have to buy one. But if you do or you have suggestions, let us know. We're in the final stages. We're going, to keep, we're going to keep growing, Joe. Mm-hmm. That's all we can do during this time. Everyone's trying to get brought down. We're going to keep keep growing. That's my word You're to listen. Rise up. <laughs> 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 all right. Enough talking. Everyone enjoy your Sundays. Enjoy Sunday football. Have a glorious Thanksgiving. I still think we'll be doing our week 12 NFL pod
1: yeah why not Thursday why is on to the playoff thing we'll do it If you listen yeah. on Thanksgiving who cares if you don't
0: no I'm off all
1: after.
0: week huh yeah. I'm off all week we'll do it
1: No, I'm telling you that people are fans like if you don't listen on Thanksgiving it'll be there yeah but so listen on Friday we're good.' What's the post on Thanksgiving will yeah, post on Friday
0: No we'll post on Thanksgiving. Happy holidays Thanks. too right listen up if you're if you're bored. Thursday
1: unzip the jeans un- undo the belt yeah pull up the tummy. <laughs> Throwing some AirPods and listen, listen to it. Put your warm fuzzy socks on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's
0: games on Thursday though, so they gotta, they want to tell us. We gotta post it actually Wednesday night or early Thursday morning because we got games on at noon on Thursday.
1: Sheesh! Oh, sheesh. Special Season, edition. Oh, by the way, Wednesday. Are two
0: stinkers on Thursday. Two. <laughs> oh yeah. It is uh, Detroit and the Texans. And Dallas and the Redskins. So uh, yeah. you're going to need some we'll get, extra we'll get drinks. To, we'll get to yeah. that on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Extra drinks for Thanksgiving. We love you all. We'll see you at the uh, NFL Week 12 pod. And then again next Sunday. Thank you all for listening. Happy Thanksgiving.